Welcome to Was It Good? We are reviewing the original Aladdin animated movie. I am your host, Ravi, joined by Christian and Arjuna, my two brothers. We're looking at if the original film still holds up today. Does the film encourage children to steal? And as always, answering the age-old question, was it good? I think that was a better intro. Nailed it. RJ Brock, ESPN. ESPN. Uh, We are not associated with ESPN. Don't know why I said that. Anyway. That was the third time I did that intro. I hope for you listening, you really enjoyed it because it took a lot out of me. <laughs> that being said, I'm going to pass the buck and we're going to move right into this to breaking down the, the old school film. And I think we should start first by saying, why are we doing this? Why are we looking at an old film that is as old as Arjuna? How old are you again? 26. As t- Holy shit. You are old as Dirt. Aladdin is 26 Shut up. years old. 26 almost. years old. Yeah. Be 27 in November. Jesus November Christ. 25th, I believe, was the original release date. That is crazy. Bizarre. Bizarre. But the reason, I, who, Christian, why are we doing this? We're doing it because Disney, as we all know, Disney is starting to roll out live versions of just about every single one of their Disney movies. And I think uh, for the most part, collectively, we just don't want to see any of them, with the exception maybe of one or two. And uh, so, you know, as sort of, so instead of, we decided instead of going to see Aladdin, which is, you know, what I think most people will probably go and do, we decided let's look at the originals of what these movies are actually based on and uh, break those down instead. Genius. You, sir, are a genius. Really? It's almost wow. as if you stole my idea. What? I, no. This whole thing was my idea. I'm oh, taking sure. credit. I'm ta- <laughs> also, that being said, though, we did not come into this completely blind. Arjuna did sacrifice his time, his vision, his hearing to go see the film. The, My sanity. His sanity to go and see the brand new Disney film starring Will Smith. Wow. Have you, can, you, can you keep your phone on silent, please? <laughs> Be professional. This is a podcast. Apple is always listening. Who cares? The government's always listening. Another too. corporation. So, moving right into it. Before we kind of ask Arjuna his thoughts and his comparison between the new Will Smith version of Aladdin and the uh, you know, farly superior Robin Williams version. Wow, mm. not biased much. Uh, let's kind of move into our section that we like to call... <clears throat> what, what do we call it, guys? One-word impressions? One-word impressions. Arjuna, what was your one-word impression of the Aladdin 1992 thing i mean it's classic right it's just a it's a classic piece of cinema that i associate with my childhood uh, and something that's been important to me throughout in terms of uh you know i was in in middle school i was in an aladdin musical um i've always enjoyed uh, a movie like aladdin it has a minority protagonist and growing up as a minority it's kind of cool to see that instead of just like a bunch of white princes and princesses so I, to me it is a it's a classic and you know when i when i when i say the word disney aladdin is one of the first things that pops up into my mind so it is with association a classic <clears throat> wow wow that's that was beautiful that almost made me well up with tears if i was capable of crying oh my mm-hmm. arjun so real quick th- sure. you brought something interesting i i sadly Sadly? No, that's a mean word. I remember your plays in middle school. <laughs> Thanks. Was it middle school or high school that you play? You're in Aladdin. I don't remember. Uh, it was middle school, eighth grade. Eighth grade. Mm-hmm. You. What role did they give you, Arjuna? I was given the role of the Sultan. 
Interesting. Arjuna is in eighth grade, and he's given the role of Sultan. And who did they give Aladdin to, Arjuna? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we were living in a predominantly... Uh, we're living in New Hampshire. You're living in New Hampshire. So for those listening and those so from the United States, you kind of get it. For those outside the United States, New Hampshire is predominantly a white community. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. That's you probably think we you probably think listening to us that we're white. Surprise, we're actually brown. We're Indians. Wow. F- uh, wait, no, dot, not feather. Wow, that we probably have to cut all this out. <laughs> no, we can keep it. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah, 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 good, yeah. good, 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 it's good. It's important to the fabric of what we're talking about. I mean, culture and and uh, sand. It gets everywhere, and I hate sand. Ooh. I'm Anakin Skywalker. I've made two Star Wars Star Wars references. Which are Disney? Which are Dis- Disney? Oh, this is a problem. Yeah. This is a big problem. Disney is a problem. They own your life. Clearly. They own Clearly your life. own my life. Um, Krishna, what is your one word impression of Aladdin? Uh, forgettable. Wow. I actually think it's one of the worst Disney movies. Um if I if I have ever actually watched it all the way through, it was once. I never ever wanted to watch it as a kid. I thought it was kind of boring. Uh I think I think I th- I just think it's one of the worst ones to be honest. The the music is okay, uh, but then again, I never really watched the Disney movies for the music. I was more about you know the action, and maybe that's why I didn't like it as much. I, I'm not I'm not really sure. I just it just for me it never it never sat that well. And you know uh, the genie was cool. He was funny, but was Robin Williams' uh, portrayal enough to keep me hooked as a kid? No. Um, we we started we started it. I think you know we watched like the first twenty twenty five minutes of it right before this podcast, and yeah, the same feelings came up. I'm like, I'm underwhelmed. It doesn't grab me. It didn't grab me. Um, yeah, so forgettable. That is that is my word for that for that film. Krishna, let's be honest. <coughs> you watched the Disney movies as a kid for the boobs. Uh, wow. <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, that's almost <laughs> as bad as my comment. Yeah, that's weird. Because my favorite one is The Lion King. There are no boobs in Lion King. Asshole. Yeah, but when <laughs> Mufasa dies and the sand comes up, it spells out sex. That's right. That's oh, right. Hit, when the animators hit that, <laughs> there's a couple of those actually. The Little Mermaid yeah. has one too. There's I'm, one with Aladdin. There's, there's one, one with Aladdin, Aladdin, Aladdin that we yeah. bring up. Yeah. yeah. That's disgusting. What's wrong with people? Um, so for me, you know, my one word impression and moving right back into just inappropriate comments, because <laughs> why not? Uh, orange. Orange. And I say orange because we were at, like Christian had just said, we watched a little bit um, again earlier today. It was the Blu-ray uh, edition, which is kind of digitally enhanced, et cetera, et cetera. But if you notice, like, the skin tones of, like, especially, like, Aladdin or the guards, there's a very distinct orange hue to them, right? As opposed to, like, our traditional brown that you would see kind of, like, in a Middle Eastern type environment. Hmm. So, orange is my one word impression. Orange. What does it mean? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they they made them more orange so that they... More colorful? Seem that... They could be related to, you know, a larger audience. I'm not sure. I don't know <laughs> what the thinking was. Audience. I I don't know what the thinking was. I'm definitely on that line of, you know, if you're listening, you probably know what I'm trying to get at, but I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to tease you a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm looking at I'm looking at stills, and uh, yeah, you're right. Actually, orange. The uh, there's an orange hue, except Jafar is is definitely brown. So, that's so brown people. In this movie. <laughs> let's not let's not try and draw too many conclusions <laughs> from uh, what we're saying. But that that's interesting. Okay, orange. 
<clears throat> cool. Yeah. So moving right along <laughs> in this trade, <laughs> this tragic train of a podcast. <laughs> don't don't point it out. <laughs> I mean, you have to be able to have fun and, and make fun of yourself. I mean, <sighs> clearly, clearly they were doing that with the Will Smith version of Aladdin, right? Oh, I'll I'll share my thoughts at some point. Well. Arjuna, you know, we have our one-word impression. You did sure. yours for, for this one, and you said the original, the 1992, was classic. What sure. one-word impression would you give for the Will Smith version? Will Smith? Can wow. I guess? Will Smith. Sure, go ahead. Train wreck. Uh, I, I did think about it. I was, I've got one. I've got one. Well, what was your guess for mine? Tragic. Actually, both of those, both <laughs> of those were legitimately I, I thought about using. Oh. But I'm going to say I'm actually going to go in a different route and go underrated. What? For my one word. Get out. Uh, and it's specifically, and I, I tease this in our pre-show, uh, but I think Will Smith is has been underrated in this movie. Oh, so you're not talking as a whole, but you're talking Will Smith. Yeah, because I do think Will Smith is, is going to be forever associated with this 2019 version, much like Robin Williams is very associated with the 92 version. And I think this is a movie that could potentially age well. That's how I see it going. That's, real, that's a really interesting take. Uh, not, I'm surprised you went that direction. But we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Because hmm. it's complicated. Yeah, it, it, I have complicated <laughs> feelings for this movie. This 2019 The version. 2019 version? Yes. All right. All right, moving right along then. So we have our section that we call What Happened? And Arjuna is the one that writes these topics out because Arjuna, I believe, has a writing degree of some sort. Yes. Do, do you really? Yes. Oh, wow. I actually do, I, To be quite honest, like we're brothers and all, and I would think I went to both your graduations. I honestly can't remember. Life just bursting. Uh, probably. Um, but I don't actually remember what your degrees are. Sorry. It's, That's fine. It's, I know it's terrible. I don't even know what our parents' degrees are, really. So. Yeah, those ones are a bit... Hell, I don't even know what my degree is. Oh, you, do you want me to name them all right now? No. Can you? No. Nobody no. wants to hear okay. that. Anyway, okay. so Arjuna has a section. We, we call it What Happened. Arjuna writes it down. So <clears throat> Arjuna starts with, beggar guy thinks he's smart, but he isn't. He finds a tin. Dr. Manhattan is free <laughs> and, clothed, and clothed, thank God. Just kidding, he's not because slavery is funny. What? He's not free. Not that he's not clothed. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, just, uh, just, yeah. Uh, how, to impress, how to impress a princess who hates being royal? Become royal, duh. Doesn't work. How shocking. Oh, wait, it kind of does. Oh, look, a bad guy. Bad guy wants too much power, gets tricked, and sets up a sequel. Dr. Manhattan's free for real now. They all live happily ever happily ever after. after until the sequel. Wow. So that's that's Aladdin in a nutshell. That's that's Aladdin, nineteen ninety two. Boom. Let's uh let's uh let's let us let us let us pick up on a couple of things here. Arjuna's comment of Doctor Manhattan. Arjuna, what's that in a reference to? That's a reference to Watchmen. So Doctor Manhattan uh is a is a human originally, and then he gets caught in this uh, experiment in this particle thing, and he becomes a godlike uh, character who basically has all the power he wants in the world. And uh, when I was when I was writing this out yesterday, I thought, oh, like the genie has all the power he wants in the world. The biggest difference being he is a slave to whoever holds his lantern. So it's like he's very Doctor Manhattan esque, but a slaved Doctor Manhattan, and he's blue, and he's blue, so it works. Wait, so do you think, in some weird way, that uh, the Watchman and Dr. Manhattan and the Genie and Aladdin are connected? There might be some influence there. I wouldn't be shocked. That's interesting. Because Aladdin is based off of a classic tale. Um, what's it called? 
It's called uh, One Thousand and One Nights, uh, uh-huh. which is an uh, uh, an Arabic folktale, which is about a genie and all this type of stuff, and that, that predates Watchmen by decades. Oh well, then so um, do you think? So then is Watchmen from the genie? Maybe like maybe Dr. there's an maybe Dr. there's an Manhattan. influence. Maybe there's an influence of uh, oh, what if you had the genie, but the you know we had this cosmic being with all the power they wanted in the world, but they were not held back by anything. Right. Interesting. You know, because it is, you know, I mean... He would walk around naked all art, the time. Art influences art, right? Everything right. is influenced by something else. I would not be shocked if there's a, an influence there. One way or the other. Hmm. Very cool, very cool. So we're moving, <laughs> moving right along. So, you know, this movie has a lot of singing in it, right? Uh, yeah, it's a musical. It's a musical. Sure. Um, do we feel like those songs are still as catchy as we remember them? Like... I remember when, like, when we were watching it a little earlier, some of those songs, like, they immediately kind of kicked back in. So I think in that aspect, you know, there's some kind of association. Would I ever want to hear those songs again or put them on the radio? Fuck no. There are there are there are the, there are four main songs in yeah. Aladdin. There's uh, Arabian Nights, which is at the very beginning. There's uh, One Jump, which is sang sung by Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was five. So there's Arabian Nights, One Jump. There's Friend Like Me. Uh, which is when the genie meets Aladdin. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that one at all. Yeah, the, when <clears throat> they're in the cave and he's like, um, yes. "You ain't never had a friend like me." Um, then there is Prince Ali, which is yep, the song that, was... that they sing that the genie sings um, as they're introduced to Jasmine. And then there is um, a whole new world, which is Aladdin and Jasmine's song on the carpet, which I believe yeah. won the Oscar for best original song in '92. I mean, I'm the sure it did two, have a lot of Those last two are clearly classic. It's right. like, but I know what those Those are. are the five main songs. Um, and a lot of people like the different ones for different reasons. Like, people love Arabian Nights just because it's that, you know, kind of like, that's that intro song. You know, One Jump is probably the least famous of the five because, you know, it, it's the most forgettable. Uh, Friend Like Me is considered a classic because it's just Robin Williams. It's his first appearance in the movie. Shows off his range. Uh, Prince Ali is is a classic just because it is the most colorful, um, it's the most colorful production in the entire movie. Same thing with the 2019 version, and then a whole new world is the classic romantic ballad. Ballad. I think I hate that song with a passion because I remember because <laughs> I remember as a kid like when it would come like when it would be on. I'd, I'd hate I hated that scene. I hate listening to that stupid song. I just hate everything about it because it was all gross and. Cooties and crap. Cooties. Yeah. I've heard that one in a while. No, it's true though. As a kid, right? You're just like Ew. you love, yeah, yeah, and it never really goes away. <laughs> it never goes away. Wait, love is just ew. Uh, yeah. Wow. How did this podcast turn into and talking then, about love? In the it's Aladdin. In oh, the 2019 wow. version, they have an additional song that Jasmine sings twice. Um, <laughs> because you had to hear it twice because it's that amazing. It was really bad. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, they had an extra new song, and it, were, it had an EDM beat to it, because, you know... No, it was just... We're it woke. Was, it was your traditional, like, emotional pop ballad. God, that's annoying. And it was really bad. I actually liked the Scott... The, the Scott. The uh, actress that played... Jasmine. Um, Jasmine. She was in... Power Rangers. Rangers as the Pink uh, Ranger. I believe her name is Naomi she Scott. She was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's, uh, she's, like, half British, a quarter Indian, and a quarter something else. Mm-hmm. Um... She's a pretty good actress. She's younger than I am. 
I wow. mean, everyone's younger than you, RJ. <laughs> you're like a hundred. You're then three years older than. They cast my you as the Sultan for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. we'll get to the 2019 version and who played the Sultan there, because now it makes me feel better about my casting. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Arjuna in eighth grade casted as the Sultan. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Maybe he influenced his performance based off of my portrayal. How would anyone have seen your portrayal like, unless you went to the show live? Like, there's why, a DVD. Why would he have seen that? How <laughs> would in what maybe, world? Maybe he knew a family member who had the DVD of the production and saw it, and that's what he used to get into his characterization. As we're talking about the you know the modern day happened. take on Aladdin, let's just <laughs> talk about the Sultan Arjun. Who who portrayed the Sultan in the, <coughs> God in the uh, 2019 version? Yes, it was portrayed. If you are a fan of the show Legion. It was portrayed by none other than the main baddie, the man who is the hero, potentially, as some on this podcast have come on before and, and argued uh, in other things. Uh, it was the Shadow King, the actor who played the Shadow King, Farouk. Farouk. Uh, great actor, one of the best voices, I think, in Hollywood. Uh, he played the Sultan, and boy, was he underutilized. It was some of the worst stuff for in that film, correct? What the Sultan himself? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it was the worst. It's just the the Sultan is a very is a very flat character in mm-hmm. general. Well, and the Sultan is supposed to be like this fat goofball moron. So no, in the <laughs> in in the animated version, yes, he is. In this version and like in the musical versions, they play him more as just this kind of stern father who's very protective of Jasmine, but is very serious and kind of like sad, um, and very much about the responsibility of Akraba. And that's kind of how he's portrayed here. You know, it's it's a little disappointing. A little disappointing uh, sounds super and disappointing. I, I th- and I think uh, I think Krishna mentioned this when I mentioned it before, but he should have been he should have played Jafar. Yeah, like yeah. He, he has that persona, and he has that um, he has that gravitas to to play the Sultan and the actor because the actor who played the Sultan. No offense to the actor, but full offense, he sucked. <laughs> uh, and was one of the worst parts of the of the 2019 version for sure. Who played um the Jafar in this one? Jafar was played <clears throat> by Marwin Kenzari. Don't know who that is. Okay. Uh he is a Dutch actor. Um he has been in he was in the 2016 version of Ben-Hur. He was also in the 2017 version of The Mummy. He was also in The Murder on the Orient Express. Oh. Uh, that's kind of the big things he's been in. He's 36. Born in the Netherlands. Are you seeing he reading facts about him? Sure. Okay, let's... Until you let's, stop me. Let's, uh, uh, and the actor who played Farouk and the Sultan is uh, Navid uh, Nagaban. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Don't a know favorite, who that is either. A favorite of the Was It Good podcast. Farouk. The oh, yeah. I just know him as Farouk or The Shadow. Yeah, he's Farouk. He's Farouk forever. Farouk. He's kind of like, he's like, you know, there are some actors that play these comic book characters. Sure, yeah. They were basically born from him. He this was man born was to born to be the, the Shadow, Shadow King. King There's sure. nothing else he can do. That's it forever. Oh, wow. That's sad. Not really. So let's kind of move it all along here, you know. I'd like to talk about some of the differences between the 92 and the 2019 version. But before we kind of like jump super, super into that, um, I saw Arjuna had a couple of fun facts, actually, regarding Aladdin. Yes. Specifically, um, Iago being offered to Danny DeVito. Yes. Originally. Danny was, DeVito was the first choice. Oh, is wow. there? So for those listening, Iago is the, the parrot that yes. can talk. Why didn't he take it? 
There's not a lot of fact about why he didn't take it, but Danny DeVito in the '90s was a pretty big deal. Like I know, I know, uh, he, he's still a big actor now, but um, you know, I think he's an older gentleman, and it's it's fun to have him in things. There was even a petition last week that was going around that was getting some traction where people wanted Danny DeVito to play Wolverine in the MCU. Um, As a joke, or it, what? It, it had over like twenty thousand signatures. So. That's it. That's not enough to like warrant it's anything. It's definitely not enough, but it's still a decent following. Uh, but I think he he was pretty sought out, he was pretty sought after um, at that time. And what's interesting about Aladdin is uh, Robin Williams. You know, Robin Williams was the first choice for the genie, and the movie was kind of built around him. Mm. And it was the first animated uh, Disney movie that got a big name actor, and so they wanted to surround. Robin Williams with other big name actors so they wanted to get Danny DeVito and DeVito just wasn't really that interested um, in taking it at the time that's interesting so they ended up going with uh, I forget what his name is but he also does that he used to do the Aflac voice he's a comedian his name is Gilbert Gottfried oh yeah Um, Yeah. you know he has that really distinct voice and you know I think he does a great job and he really made Iago his own and gives him that distinct Sound and feel to the character. That's nice. nice, nice. And uh, Alan Tudyk is the one that voiced him in the 2019 version. I mean, Alan of... Tudyk though, he's a great voice Tudyk. actor. The thing, the thing with Iago though is he's pretty much just a parrot in the 2019. So there's version. barely any Alan. It's just him repeating essentially what other characters say. Oh, that's he, It's not like where in the 92 version where he full on conversation, full on conversation, yeah. and is a fleshed out character. That's stupid. Why, why? Why would you? Why would you not have him be like a character? No idea. Don't that's, know why. That's that's that doesn't make any sense. It was what a uh, what a waste. You're, just like, you're basically, you know, it sounds like what you've described so far is me and Ravi are absolutely one hundred percent unequivocally correct in not seeing so two thousand nineteen yes. Aladdin. <laughs> yes, I would say so. Oh, you are not selling it, my friend. You are not selling it. I'm not it. trying to sell it. Oh, well then. I thought you well were done. paid for by Disney. Uh, no, I'm actually paid for by Warner Brothers. Justice League is the greatest movie <laughs> of all time. Get the hell out of <laughs> oh, here. Oh, I thought, I thought that was your line. That is my line, and I'm paid for by Warner Brothers. So you're telling me they're paying you as well? They're, and then Krishna's played by whoever made Triple Frontier. It's also Warner Brothers. Is that really? No, but that would be pretty funny. <laughs> and Netflix... It's a Netflix original. No, no, no. Netflix the production. Just, Netflix just distributed, distributed it, it, but we don't know who the production Netflix, company is. Netflix. I, 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 I would works. know. I, I work for them. So Robin Williams, uh, during the course of the movie, he did about 16 hours of improv. That was kind of... So he did That's 16 hours. He did four sessions of four hours right. of recording and just improvised, basically, big beats. And then they kind of built a script around his improvisation. Really? Yes. That's how they. So that is how the 1992 Aladdin came to be. Yeah, I mean they had their story beats and everything, and they shared those with him, and they let they let him basically take his parts and just improvise them, and they picked the best stuff. And I don't know if they then re-recorded it so it was you know smoother, and then animated around it. But that is like essentially why if you you know we didn't get to it in watching it, but when he's singing and even when he's talking, he just brings up completely random stuff, uh, very Robin Williams esque. And then they animated around it, essentially. That's, that's kind of cool, actually. That's really, that's really cool. And I, mean, yeah. and I think that's what makes that's what makes it so iconic for Robin Williams as a genie, and why people were so hesitant with Will Smith because there's no there was you know Robin Williams there's no type of comedian that's like him. He was just like a 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the Energizer. One of a kind. You're right. And yeah. uh, people were afraid that, you know, oh, are they just going to try and emulate Will Smith as the genie, or is he going to make it his own? Um, what, I, what would you say? Well, I, you know, I, I would definitely say that at times they try and force him to be Robin Williams, you know, with specific lines and mannerisms. But they do let, you know, there are at, there are times where they let him be Will Smith and be his charming self, and it does work. I just wish they had done more of it uh, within the movie. And I, I think, you know, I think even with some of the musical parts, I know some people aren't fans of them, but they let they let Will do his little hip hop. Uh, hey, hey! Yeah, they let him do. They, <laughs> let, they let him have it be. They let they let it have him be his style, and he's not the strongest singer. He would admit that. You know, he doesn't have the strongest voice, but you know, neither did Robin Williams. Uh, I thought you were gonna be. I thought you were about to say neither does his son. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised Jaden isn't in this movie as like a boo or something. <laughs> wow. That would be hilarious. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> wow. Wow. Or, or Aladdin, wow, I guess. Wow. Right? Oh, wow, wow, wow. Uh, but what is, you know, I think I think they work. I think they work within the context of the movie. I think the, the visual and the spectacle and the actual numbers themselves are really good. It's it's the drama and the dialogue in between that really suck. suck. Nice. And they really kill you <laughs> in this movie with Damn, that's that's so getting so getting back to the original movie, um, a the bit OG. more the OG film, the nineteen ninety two Aladdin. Krishna, what would you say was your least favorite part of that film? My least favorite part, yeah. I think I've already, I've already mentioned it. It's the the whole new world song. Is there any other parts besides that? Because I feel like as you know, young boys, I feel like that's the same for everybody. If we were to say like, yeah, overall, what's your least favorite? I think that's like. That makes the most sense. Yeah. But besides that, is there anything else in there that you find to be annoying, poorly done? I mean, like I said at the top, the whole thing kind of rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, I was just like, this, this is kind of boring. I, I'd rather, r- much rather watch Mulan or Lion King or Hunchback of Notre Dame. I hated I'd, e- I'd even rather watch uh, Beauty and the Beast. Slally and the Beast. Lally and the Beast, as, uh, yeah. as Ravi here like to go. Like literally anything else but that movie. Um, so it's hard to pinpoint, at least for me right now, uh, anything specific that, you know, I hated since I just didn't, for the most part, dislike the whole movie. Okay. It would have been easier if you had asked me what was my favorite part. We'll get, we'll get there. We'll get there. (laughs) Uh, my least favorite part is probably going to be the father. The sultan. Mm. The sultan. I think the level of stupidity in that man is amazing. Ravi, he is a two-dimensional cartoon character. I understand that. <laughs> I understand that. I understand that. But you know, he's also a—he's a father. Like there should yeah. be some baseline qualities of being a father, and he's portrayed as a bumbling idiot who just looks at a staff and then is under mind control. Yeah. So he's a terrible father. Yeah, he's a goofball. But then also, what I think it makes it even worse is he's ruling these people. <laughs> <laughs> He's oh, ruling all of these people. I have an important question. And it's like, holy shit. I have an important question to ask about your dislike of this character. Sure. Um, did you have this this insight to this dislike when you were a child? Or is this something that you have More come recent. to realize as no, an No, I've adult? always been wildly concerned so I just wa- and I wanna, confused. I want to point out. So five-year-old Ravi looked at this and was like, how... 
how can this bumbling idiot be ruling these people? You have a great sense of... <laughs> of uh, so I'll be fair. The bumbling, like the... How can he be... The, the ruling the people, that's as I've gotten older. Sure. My sure. concern was more like, he's supposed to be a father. Yeah. How can you not see all of this confusion? Like, yeah. how can you not see this? Um, but it just... Yeah, as I, got old, <laughs> as, I got, as I got older, as I got older, I was definitely just like, wait a second. Uh. He's a father... He's also, also a king. Yeah, yeah. And he can't see like all this shit. Yeah. So that's that he's my least favorite part of, of Aladdin. That's awesome. Uh I'm gonna follow that with my least favorite part of the ninety two version is Jasmine. Really? Oh whoa. Uh, and the reason I say Jasmine is because she's and this is this is more commentary on like the lot of a lot of the Disney movies. Uh, the female, the female like leads are always damsels in distress mm-hmm. with just very cardboard um, motivation. And it's very nineteen ninety two esque. Yeah, and even and even as a kid, I'm just like, well, so she doesn't want to be princess because she's like bored. Like, I, it, it felt weird, and then she's just this damsel in distress for Aladdin. Uh, and one thing I think the two thousand nineteen version does better is that Jasmine is given new motivation. She wants to actually rule her people. In fact her and Aladdin first meet on the streets and they ha- they actually do one jump together like he sings one jump to her mm. and it's cool because you know spoiler alert for the 2019 version she becomes the sultan at the end of the movie not Aladdin plot twist and and i think at the end of the original animated version he becomes the sultan because females aren't allowed to be now how they get there it's it's very very disney-esque where the sultan's like i give the sultan power to you, and you can be a female sultan, even though we've never had it, and now you can rewrite the laws and marry a street rat. It's like cool. Too much of a too much of a jump in <laughs> yeah. reality, or yeah, for sure. But I, yeah. I, I at least like that they tried to make Jasmine a character that could sustain on her own versus mm-hmm. this movie where it's just she literally is just there for Aladdin. Um, She's and, a plot device. Yeah, basically. exactly. So that was even as a kid, I was like, eh. So what about in the current version? The, What's my least favorite yeah. in the current version? The whole damn thing. Probably Jafar. Jafar, I would, wow. I would have to Such say Jafar. Shame. That is a shame because you want a good villain. And Jafar not, in the animated? Not. Great that, villain. So, j- spoiler alert, that's p- it's probably my favorite part. Same, same. Jafar, Jafar was definitely easily. my favorite ah. part, yeah. I was just watching I'm like, man, he is it's so he's creepy. creepy as he is fuck. He's and powerful, too. Like, the whoever did the voice acting for Jafar in the animated movie did an amazing job. It was me. Like the rest I of that movie, the rest of that movie is like for me not very good. It was, uh, was great. it was Jonathan Freeman. Okay, um, don't know who that is. Just uh, some American actor, voice wow, actor, comedian, singer. Well, he did an amazing job. Uh, yeah, he did. He did a great job. My, my favorite part for if we're jumping ahead to favorite parts, uh, for the '92 version is the genie, just because I think it was something unique and different that you hadn't seen in movies before. This, you know. Even though the movie is called Aladdin, you know, Virginie is the driving point of the entire movie, right? The mm-hmm. every character is changed by this powerful being, uh, and the story really revolves around the want of this lamp and the, the the changes of this lamp. And I think Robin Williams brought something unique um, to the character, and it, it's it's you know that's the thing you remember when you think of Aladdin to me. Mm-hmm. Is, I think of Jafar and how he was like another villain that I like. Put down too quickly. Snoke? No. Uh, Night King. King. Oh. I'm gonna keep that going for I don't know how <sighs> goddamn long. God damn it. <laughs> 
My other favorite part of the 92 version is uh, right at the beginning, because we just watched it, when Abu gets a sword, starts waving it around, and one of the guards <laughs> is like, ah, he's got a sword! And then the captain's like, like pretty much like, you idiot, we've all got, got swords! swords. <laughs> I mean, that part was hilarious. That was good. Yeah. That was good. Good, good stuff. Good stuff in that movie. Uh, Arjun, you wrote down a couple of interesting things in here that uh, I want to kind of pick at. Um, we used to do these things called rant time. We even had a sound drop. Woo, one, woo, woo, right? So, Arjun, you've got down here difference between Middle East and India. So, this is something just talking to people in general and, and, and hearing people in the theater talk about where people were like, Oh, I just don't know why they didn't get like a a Bollywood choreographer for this movie because it's the dancing and the singing is Bollywood, Bollywood Indians, Bollywood. Oh, for love of God! And I was just like, <laughs> you have got to be fucking kidding me! Like this movie takes place in the Middle East, very clearly in the Middle East, not near India, right? right. Middle East is is here. India is over here, right? Yep. And the amount of people that get it confused that, like, oh, it's the same cultures, like the Middle East and India. Yeah, it's the same thing. It, very ignorant. And that's something that's bothered me a lot. It's, like, even as a kid yeah, growing up where people, you know, people are like, oh, it's the same thing, you know? Like, it's not. That's an insult to both cultures. Like, the, the, the cultures, you know, first off, the Middle East is a conglomerate term mm-hmm. for a lot of different cultures. And India is its own country that also has a bunch of different cultures. So to just kind of bunch that all together would be like to bunch the Americas together of like Canada, the United States, and Mexico. Mexico, and all of South America into just like well, the culture of America. You don't even have to go that far. It's like it would be like it would be like saying uh, Texas and Maine because they're in the United States are so exactly the same. Same kinds of people. Sure. They like the same stuff. Yeah. Same weather. Same climate. Sure. Same dancing choreography. Etc. Etc. The same. The same fatties. Same level of obesity. Well, that might be true. That's <laughs> more true, actually. I'll be, I'll be willing to bet. Maine is fatter. You're right. No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Texans are fatter than yeah. Marylanders. Ma- Ma- Mainers? Mainers. Mainers. I don't know what you saw them. Mainers. So this was in the theater you heard this? In the theater, and then also oh, that's just, amazing. Uh, just just people at work even have 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 said a couple things, and I was just like, "Wow, okay. why didn't they just go with Bollywood?" And I've I've heard it like in school growing up, and you know, not necessarily necessarily even related to this. It was just it's just like mm, there's a difference. Like you're just you know, we're you're being extremely broad with your broad and naive and. You're showing your lack of intelligence. To be fair, though, as a kid, sure, I believe that the Scottish people and the Irish people were the same. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, I also I, thought Australians were just weird, weird Brits. Back in the day, <laughs> oh, they're not. Back in the day, <laughs> yes, that was true. Well, I mean, they have their own entirely <laughs> yes. different culture, very from, different now. from England, very different. So, no, nah. but Australia was originally the prison. So country. when I go, I shouldn't make jokes about prisons, huh? No. Okay. Would not Whoops. do that. We're, yeah, we're probably... Uh, Skip that one. Skip it. Uh, moving into Arjuna's hot take. Yes. Arjuna's hot take Wait, that wasn't his hot take? No, that, no, was, that was a rant. rant. Arjuna's oh, oh. hot take was actually kind of teased right off the beginning, yes. but go ahead, Arjuna. What is your hot take? My hot take for Aladdin, or I guess both versions, you could say. Will Smith is not as bad as you want to believe he is from the trailers and even from some parts in the movie i think it you know some parts are definitely cringeworthy 
But I would say this is Will Smith's best role in over a decade. Wow. Uh, I would say he actually does a good job as the genie, and I think that I'm interested to see how this movie ages because I think there will be a generation of kids that grow up and say, Will Smith is my genie, right? Like, <laughs> That's Will's, a weird statement. He's Will my Smith genie. is my he's genie. My he's my genie. genie. You know, he's like Robin genie. Williams has always been the genie to us, but it will be sure. interesting in the next 10, 15, 20, 30 years as kids grow up. Is it gonna be, are, are, are people going to identify more with the 92 version or the 2019 version? Because this movie is going to make money. Actually, that's my question. Do you think, uh, and I, th- I think this is a good question in general for I think all of these live action movies that are coming out. Sure. When we were kids, there were maybe less uh, avenues to entertain kids. Sure. So you're sort of I think parents maybe relied a little bit more on movies to entertain kids. Especially like a lot of these movies, we didn't see them in theaters. We saw them. Not on, all of them. Some of them. Some of them we did, but yeah. a lot of them we saw on VHS, VHS right? right? And that was very much like. Entertain the kids, pop in a VHS. Yeah. So my question, on. so my question is this: It's like, do you think that kids today, you're like young kids, are going to be influenced to the same degree that we were by these Disney movies? Because I would say probably not. It depends on how they market it, right? Because now, because there are so many avenues, it's about how do they do with the toys and the video games and the Lego sets and integrating these stories within your life. Mm. And it's hard for me to sit here as like a 26-year-old and say like, oh yeah, I've seen all the toys and the this and the that because it's obviously not marketed to me, so I have no idea. Like, I don't know if McDonald's is doing happy you know, happy meal toys and there's a ton, ton of Lego sets and there's little games on That's the you know, and apps and stuff. And so how ingrained is... Aladdin into that mindset. However, what Disney has going for them in remaking these movies are that they're already intellectual properties that that already have that, right? There is 26, 27 years worth of marketing and branding and stuff around Aladdin. So I don't think they're looking at it as like, oh, we need to restart and like they can only like this version. It's like, no, we're just continuing it now. So like kids that are born today in five years, now parents have to show them the 92 version and the 2019 <laughs> version, and they have to get them. Do they have to? Versions though? That, I mean, but you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. They don't have yeah. to, but like, if the kid likes one, they might want to see the other. You know, like yeah. that's how a kid works. They want to keep consuming and they want to keep getting something that they're interested in. And I think this movie is set up, and I think Will Smith's genie is set up to appeal to kids. He is fun. He is, you know, he brings an energy. He brings a goofiness that Will Smith has. You know, the reason I think all three of us like Will Smith a ton is because of his portrayal in the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, mm-hmm. and you know how he was as a as a young adult, you know, a high schooler, then he goes into college, uh, and the goofiness and the energy that he brought in that role, and that kind of, you know, made us Will Smith fans. And I think he brings Will Smithians, Will Smithians, <laughs> and he brings he brings a similar energy as the genie. Where I think kids will be, you know, kids will like his songs and kids will like his portrayal and, and some of his lines and everything. So you said one thing in there in that um uh that that spiel that I disagree with. You said that this was his one of his better roles in, in the, the last, last ten, ten years. years. So in the last ten years, he's made such great films as Hancock, Seven Pounds, Men in Black Three, After Earth, Focus, Concussion, Suicide Squad, Bright. That's about it. There's a bunch of other ones, but those ones I don't. Count. I haven't seen Bright, and I haven't seen Concussion. 
Concussion, he's I haven't seen it all the way through, but he was really good in concussion. I heard he's pretty good in that. He was right. He was really good in in Men in Black Three. He is pretty good because he he does a a big emotional arc with his dad in that movie. The entire yeah, the entire. I I would yeah. I mean, it's hard to say he's better than any of those, but I would say that that he is because it's a different movie, right? This is a comedy, a family comedy. Um, which I don't think he really has done a family comedy in a while. In years and years. I would say Hancock is like a family comedy. No, that's that's, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say this this is up there in terms of, you know, they're different buckets, obviously. I Am Legend, family comedy right there. Mm, no. Okay. No. no. Maybe a young children movie. <laughs> young that's, ch- that's how you have to frame young it. Bloods. Young Bloods. Young Bloods. Young Bloods. <laughs> Bad Who's Boys up, Three Prince? will be his next movie, I think. Bad Did you know there's a there's a Bad Boys Four in produ- uh, that's been announced? Yes, Bad Boys Three. No, no, that fourth one has already been announced. Oh, so we're doing a sequel already? Yeah. Two, so three. Bad yeah. Boys, it's actually, like, it's called Bad Boys for Life. Is the third one? And then Bad Boys for Life for Life will be the fourth. No, one. Oh, it's just called Bad Boys Four. And there's also a Bright Two. No, no, no. no, no. Bad Bad Boys for Life is in post production. That's yep. one that's coming out. Right. And that's Bad Boys Four. That's what right. he just it's said. It's been announced. That's what I just said. Yeah. Yeah. That's literally what he just said. I don't believe that. Do you want to rewind the tape? I do. You can't do that. Anyway, I think it's that time, kids. Yeah. We it beat is, this one to death. We beat it to death so, somehow. I have no idea how, but we did it. I had written more things on the outline. Oh, I, actually, I do want to talk about this one thing that I find very interesting. is the critic score so far. Sure. So the 92 version ended um, with a 94%. Yep. And the 2019 version is sitting at a cool 59. Right on the Ooh. edge. This is Rotten Tomatoes, and it's right on the edge of fresh rotten. That's really interesting. So, as having seen both, I think those are both very fair scores. Wow, I would say. I think the nine two version is way too high. Should be a seventy. I don't think we have enough uh, data to support anything because Rotten Tomatoes wasn't a thing in nineteen ninety two. I do want to point out um, the box office take. So the original had a budget of twenty eight million, and it made five hundred four million, which Holy at shit. the time. At the time, was the highest-grossing animated movie. It was broken two years later with the release of Lion King, and it's been broken subsequent, I think, times now. I think Frozen is still currently the number yeah. one animated movie of all time. Uh, so far, you know, we're in the middle of the weekend, so we don't know what the accurate take is. But from Thursday night and Friday, Aladdin's made about thirty-one million so far on a hundred eighty-three million dollar budget. See, that's a problem. <laughs> that's a, that's an issue. Uh, that's an that's what we call an upside downer. Yeah, because it's interesting. The original Aladdin had a th- about a thirty million dollar budget. This one has one hundred eighty million, so six times the amount uh, for this live action one. And uh, will it hit five hundred million? I don't know. I don't know if it's going to. Uh, just because there are a lot of blockbusters coming out. Godzilla comes out next week. Uh, the week after is Dark Phoenix. Ugh, so, whatever. but but those movies are going to take in a lot of the box yeah. office. They're going to money yeah. that Aladdin's would done. go to Aladdin. It's done. So Aladdin's going to shit. So that being said, <laughs> it's going to shit. Arjuna was Aladdin the nineteen ninety two version. Good. Yes, absolutely. No doubt. You, we were filling this with <laughs> dead air. Unless uh, you're going to go back and cut out the dead air. Krishna, was Aladdin 1992 version good? Surprise, surprise. No, it was not. Uh, Ravi, was Aladdin 1992 good? Yes. You oh, guys are wow. wrong. And then would you watch it again? No. No. Uh, yeah, I'm going to at some point. Probably tonight. Wow. 
Nah, I won't. I won't do it. Today. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But maybe wow. you need to get through. Wow. You, sir, you need maybe. to get through Attack on Titan. So you all the caught up. Greatest do, do, anime do, do, ever. Do, do, no, no, do. not the greatest. One Punch Man, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super. Okay. Christian, fine. you this, said specifically about One Punch Man that season two was underwhelming. So far, yeah. And actually, it, to be fair, potential. season three of Attack on Titan has been very underwhelming. Let's Only because we're doing it week to week. That's true. Yeah. Let's uh, let's wrap this podcast up. But the, thank you for listening. We are Was It Good? We review movie and TV shows. Drop a comment. Send us a tweet. Slide into the DMs. Tell us what you think we should be watching. We are on Twitter at Was It Good? Or on Instagram at Was It Good BTM. Enjoy the rest of your week and and weeks ahead. Good day. <laughs> Goodbye.